uh, yeah, why don't you set up, uh, just set that up again. Sure. For recording. Um, well, I'm super excited because I shared with you my, I'm super excited because I've created this book for my level up training that, that we run and it started as a training for our team. Uh, and then we, I put together a manual because so much of it is about tracking and journaling and mm-hmm. manifesting and, you know, people kept showing up at the next workday and hadn't tracked their contacts. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, we what? can't work with you if you don't track your contacts. We don't know what else. I don't know how to work with you. But the part that sort of um, overlaps with this conversation for repurpose for beyond the transaction is you and I have, you know, very clearly distinguish the lines of what this conversation, this repurposed conversation is as conversations beyond the force field of GCI, beyond the conversations for GCI. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the level up training is frankly all about the GCI. Right. Right. You know, how to get your team and the people on your team to work and produce as, as much as you do. Right. Or, you know, have them bow out of real estate. Um, and I was thinking about it, like in relationship to what we're doing here is going beyond the force field. And that is so much inside that world. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think it's particularly today, I think in today's uh, uh, conversational climate, as it were, you know, like the, it's, everything's very black and white. Everything is, you're either on this side or this side, you're either pro or anti, you're either, uh-huh. you know, blue or you're red. There is no. Yeah. Both there's no and you know both sidesing it is sort of a a, a, a condescending derogatory um, contemptuous mm. way of speaking if you if you're on Twitter at all and you know you're watching the political discourse both sidesing it is is definitely something you right good point yeah are, are derided for um yeah like pick a side quick, yeah quick, pick a side right. sides, pick a side what do you stand for exactly yeah that's all in that domain and. I, w- I thought it'd be at least interesting to set this up or have the conversation or the inquiry into um, mm-hmm. we're not pick a siding it. I think GCI is great. I'm GCI is what makes everything else available mm-hmm. and to grow my team. And, you know, no matter what we do about leverage in this conversation, it's going to show up in GCI it's going to show up there or it's not really part of the business because GCI is, uh, you know, the scoreguard of the business part. So if we're out making that difference in the universe, it's still going to, it's going to be fed by GCI and it's going to feed back into GCI. So we're not anti success, anti GCI. We're not anti monetary success here. This isn't that conversation. This repurpose is a conversation for once that's sort of handled for you. Yeah. Right. Like there's no, like you, you're above your floor. Yeah. Yeah. What's next. Um, But that also, there's also this world in which, well, let's talk about getting, other agents around us up into mm-hmm. having that ability. Good. Well, then that's all about increasing their available, their available GCI, you know, <laughs> for that. And how do you train them to do that? So that's, that's what the level up program is really designed for is to have that. But I thought given we talk 
so much about beyond GCI and I'm such a black and white guy. I wound up with a little internal conflict about it. I was like, (laughs) what does it mean? So just speaking it out loud here has helped me clarify that for myself. I I do the same thing. I can get um, hyperbolic. I can, I can go to extremes and say things in absolutes because I I just, my passion takes over and I'm like, this is, and it's, it's not to diminish or dismiss the other piece. It's just to be like, I'm all in on this piece right now. It's what I want to talk about. And, and then sometimes the assumption can be made like, oh, well then I have contempt for GCI, but the, what was bubbling up for me that as you were sharing that before I hit record was just the, um, there is uh, what I've been noticing lately is there is a need for and a balancing of yin and yang, like, but, but the, the world that we live in, the gravitational pull of production, Mm -hmm. what happens is you uh, you, typically things are born out of the soul, like an idea, an innovation, something new. There's a response to a need and it comes from the heart. It comes from the soul. And, and this is when things feel special, feel new. Right. Um, And, and then we start to put systems to it and we start to measure it and we start to track it and we start, and it starts to move out of the essence of the thing it was into the tracking of the production that it can be. And what happens is it bastardizes the heart of mm. the thing in the first place. And I think our country, maybe even our world, a lot of times lives in the, the obsession of GCI, the, the production to create yeah. the result. Yes. And I think that's my, my, if I had any contempt in there, it would be for the lack of mindfulness that there is a, another side to production. When GCI is given by GCI, when GCI is not given by something greater, bigger, right beyond, then then GCI becomes this thing. The reason you have big turnover in your teams is because the agents on your team who have big hearts can't find the soul of the thing you're asking them to do. It's really good. And, and, you know, and it's um, ordinary, common, normal for, for things to get uh, uh, boiled down to the lowest common denominator. I mean, you know, the, the easiest and you, you know, in the world of you get what you measure, GCI is the measurable, right? It's the thing you measure. So that's, it's easy. It's easy. It's automatic. It's unconscious to just keep your eye on the scoreboard. Right. Right. That's just, and that's in virtually anything, you know, and you talk to any uh, athlete or anyone who's in the world of performance like that, a measurable kind of performance, like an athlete, if they don't have their eye on the ball, they don't win. Mm-hmm. The ball is not the scoreboard. Right. Right. The ball is n- never the scoreboard. If they have their eye, that's a, it is a crushing moment for them because their now attention is no longer on the game. Yeah. It's on the scoreboard and it's automatic to have it be on the scoreboard. I mean, you know, that pressure of walking up with, you know, bottom of the ninth, two men on, you're down by three is, an, I, I don't know. Right. <laughs> It's enormous on me watching, Um, but, you know, but those people that actually perform have a way of detaching from their attention on the scoreboard and they have their eye on the ball. And we're suggesting the ball here, and you were certainly just speaking to that, is the soul of the thing you're asking people to do. That's the ball. Are you? And you hear it all the time. 
you know, everybody is gives at least lip service. Yeah. To yeah. service mm. and taking care of people yeah. and relationships. Yeah. And it's either authentic or it's not. And we're ca- sort of calling out the inauthentic relationship yeah. to service that our industry is uh, involved with and creating a, co- a community of people that are committed to expressing that authentic level of service and caring for people, which then puts you in the world beyond GTI. But the thing that's authentic about that makes, you know, the thing that would make that inauthentic is the in order to. Right. I'm going to be of service in order to get GCI, get GCI, get more money. (laughs) No, that's no longer an authentic relationship to service. Right. Right. Service is service, you know, there, well, yeah, I mean, that's the, it is, a, I, you know, this is why I think um, it requ- this kind of conversation requires mindfulness. It requires your ability mindfulness. to separate from the player in the game to looking down on the game you're playing. For you to be able to, to look at the relationship between production and purpose and see that they're intertwined rather than get it all uh carried away with one or the other like it requires mindfulness um you can't come into the if you if you come into this conversation like yeah yeah, yeah purpose is another great strategy to increase my gci you're, not gonna, you're gonna get lost you're gonna yeah, that's you're gonna not feel, this conversation right right but but you also can't come into this and be like i only want to talk about purpose without it trickling into how you use your business to produce resources to Mm -hmm. fund and expand the difference you're trying to make. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I was just trying to think, is it a front of the hand, back of the hand phenomena? I don't know. Um, Explain the front of the hand, back of the hand. Yeah. Well, the front of the hand, the back hand arise together, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? You, You don't get one without the other. Same hand, same hand, but the front of the hand doesn't cause the back of the hand. Mm. It's not that the front of hand really is related to the back of the hand in any particular way. It's just that they arise together. Mm. Um, and you can't have one without the other. Right. But they're not in a causal relationship with each other. Mm. Um, mm. And there are things in life that are, you know, like that, like, uh, um, you know, uh, being in action is Werner's uh, Werner Earhart would yeah. connect has connected uh, being an, an action as front of the hand, back of the hand. Um, mm. And, you know, which is, it, that's a whole nother, we should, that's a prompt in and of itself. Yeah, right, right, right. right. That's a whole conversation, right? Having those things not be causal. Um, and I'm just looking is, but I don't know that this is one of those that they arise together. They could arise together. And where I think where we're, what we're out to accomplish or one of the things we'd love to have um, I'd love to see is that they arise together, that, that sort of soul, the purpose and, you know, the success of your business arise together from the hand, back of the hand, that they're not separate from each other, that you can't really have one without the other that you're well. Okay. I mean, on one hand you can clearly people have, massively successful businesses that have no soul yeah they do and there are people that have huge hearts 
but have no successful business. Right. right, right. So it's not in, it's not, it doesn't, it's not in the world right now as front of hand back land. It's not connected like some law of the universe. They don't have yeah. to be connected. Right. But when they are, yeah, I think what we're looking for here is the magic of what if they were, what if you stood in the front of the hand, that your business success and your expression of your soul were in fact connected that way that you, they always did arise together. And you, and I think that's what it takes a degree of mindfulness to create or to, to that's right. Uh, yeah. To you create. know, you, to create, you know, let's leave it there. I, yeah. I've, uh, to me, it's, it occurs like a, a context is decisive thing more than a front of the hand, back of the hand thing. Like, yeah, good. If, GCI is the context in which you show up that it will decide how you approach your business, how you network, how you build a database, how you communicate with that database. But if, if the context you're building from is purpose, that will then see GCI fits inside of purpose, but purpose can't really fit inside of GCI. Uh, it's really good. That's good. That's way better than front of the hand, back of the hand. Good. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, if you can, articulate, define, play with what the purpose is, which I think, again, this is what this community is for, is to help develop and put language to what is the thing you want to do with your life. And mm-hmm. let's, and then if we can find that, we can put words to that outside of real estate. This is the hard part because when I talk to agents about purpose, they immediately want to find a way to make their business, they, they automatically start to think about housing or um, housing shortages or like, it's just, and it, that may be it. That's great. If you could put real estate and housing aside from it and just think, what is my life for? Come from that place. And then, then we can actually start to see how do we integrate and align what you're, what you're doing in your business to fund the purpose. But, but don't bastardize the purpose by, by trying to figure out how real estate fits. Because mm. then you're going bas- to cut off all that it wants to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very, you know, when you, you said, I got, I didn't get hooked, but my mind went down that road about um, housing, right? When you talk about to real estate, and certainly for me, right, the, I, I noticed, you know, well, all right, if I'm going to have my business be purpose-driven, you mm-hmm. know, I'm in the housing business, it should be about housing people in some way, right? Which, like you said, it may be like, I'm like, good friend Mel Parsons has, you know, wrapped up with social justice and, um, you know, housing uh, women of color, uh, which is great. I mean, it's a natural fit and that may be in fact what inspires you, but, and, and what calls to you and who you are. And, you know, we just, and when you just said, think about your life's purpose, yeah. Um, you know, when I think about, you know, what was there, what's there for me as agency, people experience agency as my mm-hmm. calling and you know that does sometimes wrap into okay well you know little gives you i know how i have it wired and connected is little gives you agency more than equity mm-hmm. and you know in this country housing is a source of equity but the important part for me is agency so whether or not i mean there's you don't have to buy a house to get that um right, right. but yeah that's a 
it's an exp- and it may wind up being housing, but it may not. It could wind up being I don't know. What are some other examples, Chris, where you've talked to people where it shows up like their purpose as their career is real estate and their purpose is something that's not directly connected to that. And how do they have that wire? Do you have examples? Yeah. Uh, some of the uh, I can think of some of the people that have applied um, already to the community. Uh, one um, uh, has a just constantly is talking about living your deliberate life, like living mm-hmm. life deliberately. That's nothing to do with real estate, though. Real right. estate fits inside that. I mean, that's yes. another example where purpose yeah, is bigger than real estate, but it, right. but real estate fits inside that. Yeah, perfect. Another one is all about uh, moms um, feeling seen, connected, oh, yeah. heard, right? And that's about that's about parenting. That's not about housing. Right. That's about parenting. Um, another one. Um, actually, I, I was going to say another one. Uh, uh, but that person actually was trying to make real estate fit. And that's great because they have a heart for sustainability, renewable, renewable energy. But I guess you could say renewable energy is a thing like that. Like there is yeah. a way housing fits inside the conversation of renewable energy, but it is not limited to housing. That's renewable right. energy is bigger than housing. Right. It's great. Yeah. Great. I think, I, and I think that really does begin to open up the that world, the connection that we're out to create between GCI and GCI-driven yep. events or thinking or planning, right? Which are, mm-hmm. you know, yep. God, if GCI dried up, I wouldn't be on this call. I mean, you know, right. I'd, I'd be done. Um, so it really is about maximizing that and not having your life be about it. You know, how do you have your, how do you maximize it without having it be the purpose of your life? I think what, and um, an inroad maybe uh, for those listening to this, uh, I think an inroad to that, actually, let me say it the other way. One of the things that gets in the way of defining it is um, being very uh, cliche about it. Like I want to be of service to people. I mean, uh, eh, it's a little bit like be of cert, like in what way? Well, in, in, um, you know, and then, and then you can just hear the vagueness of the, so what helps is, um, I heard this from a guy named Rob Bell who has a podcast, uh, and he wrote, he's written tons of books and, um, just love where he comes from, but what he talks about, uh, universals versus particulars, right? Universals would be, you know, all we need is love. Like, that's true. Of course. In real estate, we talk to agents. She's like, well, what, what's your purpose? Well, I want to be of service. That's a universal. Of course. That's right. And that's not wrong. That's right. But a particular of being of service or a particular of all we need of, is love is something like, you know, when, when, when I, my kids are 17 and 16 now. And when I, before they were born, I read a book called, uh, what to say when you talk to yourself by Shad Helmstetter. Ooh. And it, it had this, this one, this is the only thing I remember from the book. And it, it was, it was this image of, he said, pretend like uh, kids um, have a keyboard on their chest and you can just code all the programming you want into your kids from an early age. Mm-hmm. And that thought stuck with me. And I'm like, I'm only going to program the good stuff. I only want to tell my kids what I see them doing well, what I believe about them, who, how I love them, like all that stuff. And and I think when love is done like that, when, when love is done in the, in the service of who I see you being and, and the good things I see you do and supporting you in the journey of that, that to me is love. Now, I could say, all you need is love. I want the world to be in love is different than the story I just told you about yeah. how love looks from where I sit. Yeah. 
you, the agent who has a purpose stirring inside you, would be served by looking at the particulars inside of the thing you, the the universal you, you're feeling. We tend to feel universals, but it's it, we refine it by going into the particulars of it. Like, what does it look like? What would you do with it? What do you believe about it? Right. Yeah, and I just just to bring this back to the training that I created, the level up training that I created is, yeah, you know the um, there's a portion of it in the beginning where we ha- prompt people to create their future, you know, ten year and beyond future, and we ha- it comes up in a list of uh, mm. it's funny because it comes up in a list of uh, do be have. Um, but not from the, you know, whatever, not from the landmark sense or the bold training sense of be, do, have. But like, what are the things you want to do? And what are the things you want to have? And who do you want to be? Just like in creating those things so that you could begin to parse out, um, you know, your calling, who you are, what you really want, what's important to you. What are the, you know, what do the... You know, what do you want the world to look like? And you start to part, you start to um, uh, paint that picture and you can begin to see various things. And just what struck me when you were, when you were talking about that, about the various ways that it could show up is having a brainstorming session with you or with uh, just yourself or with others where you really do list out what do you want to have in your life, which is, you know, having mostly, not all, but mostly is, a GCI kind of driven thing, the things you're going to buy and things you're going to have, but it also includes, you're going to have, you know, a family and you're going to have a kid in college and you're going to have, you know, whatever you're going to, you know, like that. And then what do you want to do and the various trips you want to take from the various, but you also want to, you know, I want to build a house with habitat for humanity or what do you want to, what do you really want to do? Like the range of things you're going to do with your life in your life. And then who do you want to be? Like, what are the experiences that you want to actually express? So I think it's, you know, if you could take some time to speculate on all that, yeah, Mm -hmm. you would see and discover themes that resonated with you in ways that would then call, you know, because I don't think a lot of people know their purpose, have it distinguished. That's right. I agree. With and, and I think there's a, a, a um, it's funny, but nailing my purpose for a long time felt like um, picking a niche, mm-hmm. you know, or an avatar. Yeah. And I think my big fear in picking a niche or business a- avatar or, or like that has always been a, it's narrowing. It's going to limit, mm. right. It's, and it does, right? But that's not the, yeah, the yeah. point is not the people that don't participate. The point is you get the focus on those who do. But it was always like, ah, and picking or picking or declaring or creating a purpose feels like, first of all, it always feels like, and this is good. This goes back to the black and white, the absolute kind of conversation we started with. Every time you we, I speak, it feels like it's being written in stone. Mm-hmm. And um, it's one of the things I appreciate about this podcast that we're doing together is that nothing is written in stone. It's all exploratory. It's all like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That sounded like front of the hand back of then. No, no, it's not really like you don't know what it is until you say it. And I think that's (laughs) the, the point of the be do have list is, Mm. um, Mm. 
to give you give yourself a chance to just get it all out and get it all up and sort of pick and choose and take your time and try it on and wear it and if it doesn't work you throw it out and you try something else but you know you're you're eventually you're going to get to something that's calls to you and that is a narrowing effect that then you but you'd no longer have to spend time on things that don't call to you <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah yeah right so yeah, I like that. Yeah, that brings that back. Yeah. Cool. And uh, just, you know, shameless plug and, and then uh, on the end of this conversation is just, I, I think that's what the community, a community of agents who want to want to explore purpose beyond the transaction. Yeah. That, that's the, the value of the benefit of a curated yeah. community is that it's a place to find language for the thing you're trying to look where else in your life. And who else holds space for you to develop and explore? Most of us, it's left to our journal or a walk in nature trying to figure yeah. things out. But that's where, my, for me, my thoughts swirl. It's hard to, when you are a sounding board for the things and can reflect back what you're hearing, no, it's, maybe it's not back in the hand, front of the hand, it's something else. Th- there's a working out of the thing you're trying to find words for. And that yeah. happens best in community. Totally. I, I, I've often you know, been struck by, you know, that, you know, I mean, nothing good happens from here back, right? <laughs> it's all, you know, from imposter syndrome and, uh-huh. and I don't know. And is that right? And I can't, and I shouldn't have to, and why do they, what else do they want? All the crap. Yeah. But, you know, Everything good happens out here. I can sort things out just saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. Right. And to say it to someone makes me look not insane, but I guess I could put on a headset and walk around and pretend I'm talking to someone on the phone too. But, <laughs> you know, saying the things out loud really does work things out. And I think that is the real value of a community that we want to build there where people can. Yeah. Sort their shit out in public. Yeah, yeah that's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we under um, undervalue or underestimate the the power of that so much. So because we live in a society that is so production focused and goes down the rabbit hole of measuring everything and keeping our eyes on the scoreboard that that I'm not going to say anything to you unless I know it can move the ball down the field. Like there's yeah. a there's like a I have to get ready and perfect the thing so I can produce the result. So I'm going to do all that over here by myself so that when I expose myself. I have prepared myself. I I'm at bat and I'm ready to perform. And so, okay, go now I'm ready for you to pitch the ball. But, but up until that point, I try to do all that work and preparation on my own. And, but, but that's actually interesting because sports teams don't actually do that. They practice together before the performance. There's bad, there's what spring training and there's batting practice and scrimmaging. And there's all the things that happen before the, the actual game. And I think mm-hmm. we actually don't do a lot of that in business. We do it in sports, but we don't actually do a lot of that in business. Right. But even, even, and even the solo, you know, Serena's big in the news now yeah, as, right. as she should be, uh, uh, you know, but you think about her, uh, maybe not even as an example, because she had her sister, but, you know, Nadal or any, any, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, Sean White, a snowboarder, you know, yeah. what, whether or not they do it, alone whether or not the sport is not a team sport maybe it's a solo sport tiger woods whatever Mm -hmm. um they've got a coach Mm -hmm. they've got someone to look at their working it out nobody 
does yeah. it alone. Nobody, even yeah. if they videotape it to watch it with someone who can look at it, nobody goes it alone. Yeah, it's good. And it's all worked out and all the mistakes and all the problems and all the, um, you know, the, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. All that stuff mm. gets worked out with someone. That's how, you know, mm. that's how things really do work. Right. And yeah. That, yeah. I, that's the part of this community that really ex- excites me is that it's, yeah, yeah. I love you know, that. a chance to work all that out. Well, if you guys listen to this, want to learn more about that community, you can go to repurpose.group forward slash invite. Don't, don't go to .com. It's not .com. It's repurpose.group forward slash invite. There's a, a video waiting for you there that sort of over, overviews the, the community, more of what we've talked about here, but I, succinctly. And then, um, and then an application. And we'd love to hear what you're up to, what you're trying to, wanting, desiring to create with your life and how you want to use your business to do so. So there you go. There you go. Hope to Aaron, see you. Thanks for hanging out. Always great. Um, always great. We'll we'll chat next week and yeah. do it all over again. Yay. <laughs>